You're tuned into Band Basics, a Yab Yum podcast. So here's the deal. We're always receiving questions from musicians that fall outside the scope of information we usually offer as a publication. Over the history of our site, yabbyumwest.com, we've tried to offer helpful hints here and there on a variety of subjects, from booking shows to contacting the press. But we feel that we should delve even further. We want to get really into what it's like to be a musician, starting with the basics and moving into some of the joys and trials you might have faced along the way. Our guest today is the band Snailmate, and Kaylin and Ariel join us in the studio. Thank you guys so much for coming down. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's an early Saturday morning, so... Uh... <laughs> it's never early. Oh, okay. Is it Saturday? Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, you guys are about to leave for a, for a huge nationwide tour. What, in four days, three days? Something like that? A couple days? Yeah. Three um, days. Yeah, three days. Two and a half days. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Creeping up. I just want to preface, by the time this podcast comes out, you guys will hopefully be about halfway through the tour, so um, let's shoot for that. We have a goal in mind, Devin. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But first of all, I just want to get into some history of the band so people can uh, get to know you guys a little more. Um, I I just want to ask some general questions. Uh, First of all, is this, um, this is your only musical project, first of all, right? Like, you guys aren't in anything else at the moment. Yeah, Correct. the moment yeah. just right. this. Yeah, just I imagine this. the time just that this project involves is obviously immense. Yeah. Uh, um, to, to say it as an understatement, right? More of that later. We'll get into that. But uh, first, some more general questions. Uh, we're just sort of curious. How did you come up with the name? And um, did, did you guys help pick it out? Or did you guys get some help picking it out? Or what happened? Um, we were trying to figure out some names, and uh, I'm not exactly sure how Snail came about, but we really kind of fixated on the idea of a snail. Um, they're, you know, slow-moving, but they have purpose. They're hermaphrodites. Um, they are just kind of very loving and accepting, slimy little alien creatures <laughs> that are here on this earth, um, and that they really kind of bring everyone joy, whether you're eating them or... Just have one in your Except terrarium. Except for the two people we met that have a snail We've phobia. We met two people with snail phobias. Oh. And they're yeah. like, no, we won't take your sticker. Like, we don't want Wow. Hardcore <laughs> snail phobia. Oh, my gosh. Um, their slime is good for skin conditions. Um, it's an ancient rem- remedy. Um, anyway. That's so cool. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of cool snail facts that I've grazed on, and people always tag us and forward us and things relating to snails. Th- that's you know? so neat. I, I I swear, I've always focused on the latter half of the band name. I always thought it was like Soulmate, but like, oh, a snailmate. And yeah, like... snail was the, the kicker um, or the, the main part. The uh, original name, we were called Snail Tits. <laughs> Um, and My idea. <laughs> yeah, w- and we we literally sat there and thought of every word you can possibly imagine uh, in conjunction with snail. And wow. We settled we on snail back tits. and forth for months. Okay. Like, over the name. It got yeah, it got a little crazy, but uh, we were snail tits for all of a, a couple weeks. We even printed stickers that said snail tits on them. There's and then a, I realized we wanted a tour, and that would be a pain. Right, To right. book tours and be like, hey, check out my band with, like, a profanity. So yes. we were like, we need to rethink this. And we wanted then, to be family-friendly. Yeah. You know, at least at first. And, I, and I, I think this is important, because ultimately this podcast is for, you know... Um, uh, musicians, people learning just the band basics, you know. So that's exactly why I want to touch on some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's a very important, I think. When a venue gets an email from uh, 
the band Murder Cunt, they're not as likely to, to book them as they are, you know... Uh, snail mate. Snail mate. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who the heck does it like snail mate? <laughs> right, right. It works so well. Um, which kind of brings me to my next question. What do you feel are the most important elements when choosing a band name? I think you guys sort of just touched upon them. Yeah, you, you got to have... You got to have um, accessibility, I guess, in a way. You yes. know, I mean, not every band. Obviously, there are the the murder cunts out there. Oh yes, you know? and there's a so, huge scene <laughs> yeah. for the murder cunts, and they play <laughs> perfect so... with you know anal blast and all these. Uh, it's great, especially if you're gonna end up writing your band name and like branching death metal logo. Anyway, people aren't even gonna know it says murder cunt. Only the hardcore fans. Um, but also. Google it. Google your band name before you settle on right, it, before right. you buy the domain name. Or it, Well, if you don't Google it first, you're probably not going to be able to get the domain name. Then you're going to end up settling with, um, you know, Oblivion Arizona band because <laughs> yeah. Oblivion is taken. Oblivion Arizona is taken. You know, there's one in every state. You know, you got to be try to be creative with your band name. Right. Yeah. There's one band we played with in Iowa, and they... There, it was so hard to tag them on Facebook because there was like 30 bands named it. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Space oh. Camp. Oh, no. <laughs> don't, na don't name your band Space Camp. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's um, a lot of you. That's Wow, yeah. And uh, which sort of leads me to the next question here. Are there any favorite band names that come to mind or ones that you wish you could steal? Some people aren't happy with their with their, with their their band name now. They've played it in a couple of years, and now they're like, man, I wish I could have changed it, but we're already so far involved. Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know if you guys have gone through that or not. I mean, I like the band name Thank Snail Man. I think it's a great I, name. I love it. I love it. it. Um, uh, some of like okay, our, one of our best friends bands in the world who you actually met at um, Side Pony Community Center. Oh right! Amazing people, amazing musicians, but the name Community Center oh doesn't God. strike no. anyone as a band. Oh, right. and we're doing a month, a month of the six month tours with them, and I've been booking half, and they've been booking half, and I'll be like, oh, Snailmate and Community Center, and I'm like, these are two separate bands, whatever. Right. And then people either think we're one band. Or they don't remember that they're a band, and it's been a really hard process being like, right. no, these are two separate bands. But like, they're like, what does that community center? What does that mean? And I'm like, right. no, that's the name. We're not yeah. trying to play oh, your gosh. community center. I know. So it's been but really then we confusing. ran into another band out there on the road called Community Centaur, and that was cool. You know, it's clever, it, and I always remembered it. I don't remember what they sound like, but you know, the band name is stuck in my head for life. Right. Right. And so, and I, I think spelling is important, you know, like not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily, you want it to be spelled in a way that when people hear your band name that they're not confused and then they can find it. Like if you, if your name is Chaos, you know, you don't want it to be K-A-Y-O-S-S because -S, no one's going to be able to find it when, if unless you write it out on like a napkin for them. Yeah, it gets really hard. Right, right. okay. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's great. Yeah, um, like that uh, that one band, Churches. They're like electronic synth Ch band. Churches. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, so they yeah they replaced the U with the V so that it would be simple to define online. You know. Yeah. Mm, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Okay. Yeah, I guess that that does work in that in that case. Yeah. Or it's yeah. just the the antiquated use of the of the letter V. Yeah, as long oh, as yeah. everyone knows it's there. Right. Yeah. But like, right. if you leave if you the show and you're yeah. looking, you're searching churches, you're spelling it out, then it's like, right? How do you mm -hmm. find it? <laughs> That's the, yeah. And exactly. band names they come in trends. You know, they're either so many people, so many bands uh, omit the vowels. You know, and they're right. That's a really popular thing. Yes. Or to take a celebrity name and like put a spin on it. Oh like, my gosh, oh, that's yeah. huge they right now. They come in waves. Yeah, you yeah. just see it and it's like, Calm all right. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all funny. I like reading them, but it's like, okay, you guys are just doing it because that's what other people are doing. Yeah. You know. Um, 
So to change things up dramatically real quick, I just kind of want to throw this out here because it's such, I, there's never a time for this question, so I'm just going to ask it now. And sometimes it concerns band names, but I'm, I'm sure you guys won't get, um, I'm sure this might not even apply to you, but have you ever had to send a cease and desist to anyone who started using the name or have you ever received a cease and desist from anyone? No, but I will fight the name. If yeah. someone tries to steal it, oh, man. We got snailmate.com. Um, for a while, we had bemysnailmate.com because oh, right. GoDaddy, which is a terrible site, terrible thing. Uh, they... <laughs> You can sit. You can edit all this. Out. No, yeah, no. Have to. But they didn't have uh, snailmate.com available, so we just thought that someone had taken it, and, we, uh, and so we were bemysnailmate.com. Oh, wow. But then when I switched to Wix for our website hosting, it was uh, available. There. So. <laughs> there, so we have it, and we're also like registered through the state of Arizona for the trade name and stuff oh, like great. that. So we're I'm trying getting ready to... to send a cease and desist to this old lady in Kansas who has Twitter at snailmate. Yeah, she doesn't oh, use really? it either. Oh. Yeah, she doesn't use it. So everything we have is snail mate <laughs> besides Twitter. That's the oh, only thing. Okay. But it hasn't been used in years. Oh, man. But we've been yeah. tagged in like stuff inadvertently when a band snail mail is playing, you know. And, oh, like, sure. People okay. Get, people get the Facebook tag wrong because like, it tries to suggest it. And I'm, I yep. assume it's all. Or you do it too fast and then it just suggests the wrong one and then you click yeah. it and then you don't notice. <laughs> My yeah. iPad now, if I just type the letter S, it says snowman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> Those predictive sons of guns. Yeah. Um, okay, well, great. G- good. Glad that hasn't come up yet. But um, we'll, have to, we'll have to hear about it the next time when, right. once you get that Twitter handle, how that yeah. process went. Um, so yeah, I want to definitely talk about the new album that you guys um, just recorded and are about to release. Let's see, today, tomorrow? T- the show is tonight? Yeah, 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 this is so amazing to have you guys on. Um, uh, obviously, unfortunately, can't tell people to go to the show really by the yeah. time this comes out. <laughs> go to Spotify, uh, though, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, the album Existential Anxiety, available on Spotify, Bandcamp. Um, SoundCloud, all that. Okay, thing. yeah, great. Which I think is important. How do you guys feel about accessibility do you guys just try to get it on as many platforms as possible because why yes. not and you guys even do physical copies still yes. so you're all about accessibility right and we have it on cassette yeah. oh yeah. great yeah uh, uh, even even if, though it's only four songs you still do it on cassette is it the same on both sides album on or how does that work it's uh, two songs per side oh okay it's okay very, gotcha. very short i see yeah and the I, tape length only needs to be so long and yeah. it's a uh, crystal clear cassette tape so you can actually see That's the length right. of the cassette and it's yeah, it's, I think I saw a picture of that brief. online, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. It looks really cool. Though. Okay, awesome. But yeah, the people of the future reading this po- hearing this podcast <laughs> yeah. in your flying cars, you can find it on Spotify. <laughs> Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. Yeah, you want it, oh. want it everything, Bandcamp, SoundCloud. And we iTunes. have it on, like, the when you register it online, we have it on everything, including non-paid sites. So it's everywhere Yeah, possible. YouTube, you know. Like, mm. All the weird little... Oh, okay. What's Whatever that? random music apps people might use. Yeah. Yeah, we'd rather, yeah. we'd rather people hear it than like take people's ten cents per, you know, iTunes play or whatever the case right. may be. Right, and and have you done that with every album? Yes. That you guys have done? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So you guys have done that from the beginning. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, real quick, I just wanted to uh, ask about the album art. Is that a James B. Hunt? or You know it. <laughs> yeah. Very awesome. distinctive. Yeah, his style is certainly distinctive. And his... Uh, I colored it, though. Not only is he oh. gray at drawing just weird, disfigured characters, but his um, his fonts that he draws and he hand, uh, you know, letters everything. And that's also very cool. So we're... Our official snail mate uh, word typography 
right now is his, his work him. as well. Oh, yeah, but, that, that script. Yeah. That sort script of, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs to, you know, put it out as like a downloadable font because it's always it's just so cool the way he it draws really his, is. his uh, letters. I, I completely agree. Um, James B. Hunt or Noxied, No Weed, have in a, you know, yeah, in you a, know in a, it's unpronounceable. I mean, he said it himself. Which is probably what he wants. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. He's a character. Yeah, he sure is. So um, that's awesome. And you guys befriended him over the years. I mean, he's done obviously quite a bit of art for you guys over time, right? Yeah, I, or at least yeah, yeah. at least a poster or two. Or, yeah, he's done he a charges bunch. us. He charges us like five hundred dollars per uh, drawing. That's what he wanted me to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wow, yeah, you no, go James B." He's 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 cheap. He's fast. He's always around. He's just a good person to talk to. I've known him since the days of Long Longs. Yeah, I think um, this is the third like snail art thing he's done for us. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah well, it's it sure is distinctive on there, and I love the bright blue coloring. Thanks. That yeah, he you gave did. me permission to draw on it. So okay, I did. awesome. Yeah. yeah. What's great is he puts everything initially in black and white, which is great for us because we print posters out on the road that we give people for free right and it's so a lot cheaper cheap. to print when they're black and white totally yeah. another <laughs> another tip here that you learned yeah. on Van don't Basics. steal our ideas <laughs> give stuff away for free don't steal your ideas that's uh, the whole point <laughs> no don't I'm... charge 10 bucks for a poster <laughs> yeah. don't do it just give them out we have like friends or fans or whatever that like oh I hung it up at my dentist's office and stuff like that because they were free and they cost us like 20 cents yeah, random that's like, amazing so, yeah. yeah like music professors have seen us play at a brewery in you know Albuquerque and hung our poster up in their you know in their office so people are seeing it like it's worth the, we're in a hair salon we're like framed in a hair salon in Colorado you know? like yeah it's really cool I like that that's and you you can't pay for that kind of you yeah. know uh, um what am I trying to say here? Promotion. Really? Yeah, 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 exactly. Totally. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> that's great. So um, I, I sort of moving along in, in the context of the new album, because I, I really like this EP a lot. I think it's some of your guys' best output. You guys are still creating, I think, Thank the sound, you. the snail made sound. I mean, with, it's hard to even define what that sound really is. I mean, I noticed like you guys, you guys tag, you know, like, uh, what synth pop uh, indie, but kind of, kind of, kind of. I don't Little even know what to say. Metal. Yeah, metal <laughs> stuff yeah. too. But I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, it. It sounds like if you just say that, you might. We might be de defaulting to like the new metal status of Absolutely. the late nineties. Yeah. It's, it's hard to get away from. It, yeah. Right, right. But this is certainly not like that in any capacity. So um, I think because again, it's more of the synth, synth. Uh, the uh, some so much, if not all the melodies are derived from the synth, right? Or right. are you using pads to, uh, um, to... Now I use two pads, but it's mainly him. I just, just use a like... Drum, a yeah, I just use a... like a clap, and then I have like a bass drop right now. There's no triggered samples But yeah, there's no anything. samples. Oh, okay. yeah, it's it's all... all him playing it live somehow. I don't know how he does that. Awesome. I, <laughs> I really don't know. What you I couldn't think of any words that worked my tongue Couldn't even breathe the sun Cause the concept of walking outside was something I couldn't process I thought cartoons would look like fun my Like I noticed on the new album it seems like Not all the time but at certain sections There's like sampled beats Like I, I didn't know if you now have like electronic pads You might be playing live to give it that sound Quote unquote No one can see me do the air quotes in the studio um, He's doing them Or Or uh 
or if yeah, you're playing it through one of your synths. It's like, him. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, all the the anything that's not drums is being played by me. But she has a pad now that's like does like a clap, an artificial eight hundred eight. Just clap. a clap, and yeah. then it's all live drums besides the clap. Um, and that bass drop it, tone. Yeah. Okay. And I've been doing that, it live we, now we trigger too. It live, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Of course. Of course. Um, so that that's incredible, and uh, definitely people should definitely check you guys out. Not only live uh, to see the snail main experience, but uh, check it out online. I'm sure there must be videos of you guys somewhere playing. I'm, I know there is. I know there is. There's got to be. Yeah, uh, there's a few really okay ones, videos, yeah. but <laughs> oh it, no, that's that's, that's tricky. Because um, they're all like cell phone. We have a ton of live videos, and but it's all like cell phone quality. Okay, so. there's a couple good ones, but they don't have as many views as the crappy ones. Oh right, because yeah. they yeah. pop up. Like Later, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you look us up on YouTube, the first ones that come up are you know like my grandma's like Nokia video. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Grandma, put that down. <laughs> it, grandma, don't tag me. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but anyway, this sort of just leads me into my next set of questions, which is, what sort of musical training uh, have you guys had, or do you even, do you feel that musical training is important? Um, I do not feel it is important, but I have a lot of it. Um, I've always been in music classes since I was tiny, and I went to an art school, Arizona Conservatory for the Arts. Oh, okay. Um, James from Jaffe's Ascent actually taught me how to play drums. Oh, wow. In middle school, high school, I was on his drum line and stuff. That's awesome. Um, love the dude. But, uh, so I had drum and, like, piano training and stuff all through school, but Kalen's, like, the opposite. He I have no taught training. himself, um... um yeah, I've only been playing the keyboards for the three years that Snailmate's been around. Like I, I forced him up. to learn. Right, um, right, right. <laughs> I started making you know beats and stupid little songs on my computer when I was in high school, and that's really all. That's and I've just kind of built it from there as far as teaching myself how to do little things. But uh, yeah, I, I have zero musical training. Yeah, so I I feel like it's it's good for someone in the band. Like I help make our transitions and like build the song but he still writes all of his parts and stuff like that so right that i think both the names magic. are good that reminds me when i get home i need to sharpie the uh letters of the notes on my keyboard before this tour <laughs> yes i've been meaning to do that just so i can subconsciously teach myself what oh actually notes i'm playing because you, i don't know right I, I play it like you know you remember uh patterns in like a video game like I'm, yeah oh, i push yeah, this yeah. button here and and it makes me sound really bad, but that's no, how I play the keyboards. Is I play it like I know where I'm supposed to hit on the keyboards while I'm doing it, but I don't know, like, people are like, what, no, what key is this in? Like, I, I, right. Well, and no then, idea. But, like, this guy that's classically trained in uh, uh, Sioux Falls, he begged Kalen to never learn anything. He's like, all I can wow. do is read music and play what I'm reading, and he's like, please never learn. Right, right, right. It sort, so, of, it sort of created it some depends. of the... Some of the snail made sound. Yeah, in a way, <laughs> and right? I know people try and teach him stuff. I'm like, leave him alone. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I've always wanted to do is take take a keyboard and cut out just different colored like dots, or you know, you can buy those little dots that you could just peel off and, and place on the keys, and then that way you could use one color for like you know major scale, one color for oh, for minor scale, one color idea. for you know all the different scales that there are. It was yeah. just a thought. You know, it's something I've always thought about but never actually done. But it would be kind of neat. You know what I mean? That's awesome. And, and that that's not a, not necessarily the same as writing the the na the the letters of the notes, which I also think is important too. But um, yeah, I sort of come from both backgrounds, so that that's why I'm sort of curious about that. 
um, as well. You know, my mom tried to teach me piano, and I just I tried to learn a little bit, but then I just never could. And then when I picked up the saxophone, uh, you know, I tried to get an instructor and tried to read music, and then I was just like, I can't do this, man. I got I just got to hear it by ear and just play it. And so um, I I I, I kind of go back and forth on both. I think both are I think both are helpful. I think. Eventually, so many musicians eventually get to a point if they've been doing it their whole freaking lives, they eventually get to the point where like, oh, I actually do want to learn mm-hmm. what it is. Maybe I'm playing like Flea went back to school, you know, the, yeah, you I, know, I after no too much. Yeah. I like. You know, I, but I think I think both sides are important because I, I yeah, I, I, I neither can read music. Either. Do you, uh, can you read music? No, I can't. Yeah. So it's all by ear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, drop out of school, kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I don't know about that. We at Yabium are not promoting that. But uh, <laughs> snail bait might. So, uh, don't quit band. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Just don't, d- don't worry about like language arts or whatever. Just do the, right, do the right. band classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, th- that sort of leads me to now this. Can you tell me about your songwriting process? Um, if there's a certain process, do different songs come from different ways? Jamming or do you write something in particular? Or... We scream at each other. Yeah, just until a song forms. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're all just big arguments. <laughs> Um, every song has been different. There's been a couple songs where I'm like, I got this beat, like, right Sweet. to it. Yes. Um, so I've had a very little, little amount of lyrics that I've written and been like, right to this. Um, but he'll be like, oh, I have a cool riff or whatever. Um, There's been one or two different. songs where I'll compose the entire song on, like, my iPad while she's, like, out at, you know, at home for Christmas. I'm like, hey, I, like got drunk on wine and wrote this song and like let's he'll send me like the whole thing i'll have like a drum part in there and stuff and then i'll figure that out wow okay cool yeah, so it's really different every, every time it's different sometimes i'll write the lyrics first sometimes i'll write the lyrics like as we're going to the recording studio you yeah. know, like it really all depends right i think okay i think that's great um lots of yelling either way right certainly <laughs> snail mate definitely has its fair share of yelling yes. in its songs um, <laughs> especially on this new album too like uh, I, I i mean i know that's been around more in the live context i, I just don't know what to say I, I don't know if there's more screaming on this album it seems like there's a lot there's definitely a lot of of your screaming backup serial right while you're sort of rapping and singing uh Kaylin? right but there's a uh yeah there's uh, a song uh Two songs actually, where she doesn't really scream at all and like just sings. I'm trying to get her to no, sing. No, there's only one. Oh, yeah, there's those, only one. Those high that. vocals. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I, He's um, making me do that. Now. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like you. that. Yeah, we're working on it. Thank we're, you. Neither of us are great singers, so we normally just scream and all like rap. And now we're we're trying to expand. Yeah, it's tough. Right. Um. So much. Um. I think of uh when people are trying to find out, you know, about uh, a band or what do they sound like. You know, we have to always reference just other bands. And so I'm just sort of curious, like, uh, um, what do you guys feel about cover songs? Have you ever played a cover song? Do you guys ever do that live? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or is that even... <laughs> um, <laughs> we tried once, and thank God we didn't play it live. When we first started, uh, I played bass on a, one or two songs, and we were like, we need to learn a cover song. So we learned air quotes again they're <laughs> popping up uh learned a cake song nice and it was god awful oh no really and we glad. never played yeah, it live play and live. we buried it and since then like we we've thrown out the idea of covering stuff but like we've again, done little snippets like we did like a 20 second part of like a drake song once as like a joke nice it, okay. as like a transition and we've done some jokey stuff like that but okay. like unless um, you know there's a, a youtube video of the keys that i'm supposed to push lighting up to teach like I don't know how to like hear a song and be like I'm gonna play that song. right like, right right so it's a not only is it a limitation of mine but it's also just 
it's just not something we've had time to really explore. And like Sister Lips, everyone's favorite song when I was in that band um, was our cover. So I oh. would hate for that to go huh. that way. Yeah, and I just really, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I the, the 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 thing about doing covers is it's tough because you want to play a song that people recognize, but then everyone's covered that fucking song, or you want to play the song that you love the most and it's a deep cut and then people aren't going to realize that it's a cover and they're going to be asking you to play that song that and then you're they're like I didn't actually write that song and then right right so it's it's hard yeah. cuz you want people to recognize it but you also don't want to just play like cliche like sweet caroline you know sure sure <laughs> um okay Although it gets the crowd going right, right. It does. i love that song um so i guess more of a general question then just uh to to step outside of the cover and just more about bands you know is it, I have a hard time even asking this question, but what are some sort of band? I was trying to think of the bands that even like remotely would be an influence on you guys. Obviously, you guys have tons of just different influences coming in. So, can you even can you even mention some bands or, or anything like that? Devin had a great one. Um, you know. uh, a little bit like the attitude and stuff reminds me of mindless self indulgence. Mindless we get you that know what the I, most. Okay, yeah. and it, as far as us as creative, it could soul. not be farther from. Us, she's never heard them. Refuses oh, okay. to. I heard okay. one song and I was like, mm. and I haven't. <laughs> I, I someone showed them to me in high school, which has been, let's see, two thousand three was. Like, that was what I heard of. Yeah, yeah that's when yeah. I. Yeah, I think uh-huh. that's when they were really popping. Right. So, yeah, yeah, and like you I guys was, are nothing like them, by the way. I didn't. No, you guys no, really are. Remind me a little bit of it. No, right. totally. People yeah. say it, and then. The, the, the thing that kind of bugs us is like it's all electronic drums and like it's purposely grating. I right, feel like right, right, like right. We're, we're going to be obnoxious so we're going to be obscene and it's like, yeah. And we try to not have that shock value, that kind of edginess. Exactly. Just you guys being you and then and then, especially, you know, knowing you guys as you are, especially if people meet you before and then see you guys play, it must be like, whoa. Or if you're just, you know, at a club and they see you guys play and then meet you afterwards, it's like, whoa, you guys are, you know, so approachable. You know what I mean? Thank so you. I'm glad. I, I mean, uh, I, love, I love that dynamic of, of when you're performing and what comes out and then, you know, just who you are in, like, the, the regular world. But we get it all the time and uh, we, you know, we try not to, because t- when, yeah, when people say it, like, they don't mean it in any sort of bad or good way. It's just, it, you know, it's yeah, the, the, the It's the trigger. closest one. It's I try, one. I really try every time with a serious face to say I've never heard of them. <laughs> I think that's really funny. I don't know. I think it's funny when I pull it off. So I just like to mess with people. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I definitely <laughs> so think they, they had a place in time in music. And, and, man, you know, when I tried to get into their later stuff, and that was later stuff. I mean, that was, like, maybe 20, 2009 to 2010. Um, it was like I, I couldn't even I couldn't even you know but they they have their their segment of thing which I do think is is a lot further from you guys so what would you guys say like what do you think influences the snail mate sound for me um, I uh, for me Beck is one of my biggest influences oh, okay. as or far cake as like I mean Be- Beck and cake we love absolutely. cake yes um, Beck as far as the different genres he you know tries to mash into things and especially his earlier stuff where he's throwing, you know, anything at the wall to see what sticks. Right. Um, yeah, Cake is one of the few bands we can actually agree on. Mm-hmm. She can't stand back. Oh, okay. I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, I kind of get that. I kind of get that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but you, Ariel, anything um, come to mind? I love uh, Amy Winehouse. She's not dead. 
Um, oh, okay. Controversy <laughs> um, on, yeah, on the show. Uh, she can't be dead. Um, <laughs> I love Questlove as far as like the drumming oh, goes. Yeah, um, yeah. Travis Barker's uh, hip hop album. I oh, love okay. that album. His drums and like I I know he's like great in Blink One Eighty Two or whatever, but like he he doesn't get the credit for how good he actually is. Like the beats oh, on this hip hop yeah. album are insane. Um, I mean, he was doing some of that on, um, you know, the, that sweet album he made with, uh, with uh, you know, Tim from Rancid. Um, mm. uh, he was doing some of that stuff. Oh, I, I, I can't believe, I can't think of the name I right know. now. Cut it's all right, this out, Devin. Just right cut out. all of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, anyway, but yes, please continue. Um, I snuck out of high school oh, to... Uh, let me see him. And then they were in that shampoo commercial, but do 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 that piano what number. Oh my god! Anyway, we'll be thinking about it the rest of the show, yeah. Kaylin. I met Travis Barker. I snuck out of school to meet him nice. in high school. He told me to never quit drumming. So oh, cool! I signed she my snare drum. Let him down. Yeah, I yeah. can't let him down. Oh, <laughs> um, I love Tegan and Sarah. Uh, newer hip hop stuff. I love Drake. The Weekend, even though okay, we don't, we don't agree on this stuff. But I'm younger than Kaylin, ah. so it's okay. And I'll admit it. I love Drake. I think he's so emotional. Devin, you're a Drake fan, <laughs> Yeah, I like Drake. And uh, recently he just sold the almost the same amount of, or he had the same, like 20, uh, God, he, he's like up there with the Beatles now. Oh, Especially wow. on like Spotify and shit, he's like yeah. number yeah. one. He's got like 20 like hits or something like that in, in like a, like a decade, they said. That, that's what the, oh, the Beatles right. were the only ones that like had that record. Oh, okay, sure. So yeah, huh. it's pretty crazy. Um, so yeah, you like you like taking what might not necessarily be analog drumming, but then applying to your drum style. Is, yeah, is that... I love like and before this band, I really didn't play many hip hop beats or really couldn't. And like I learned from YouTube like how to play like heel toe and do like ba bums and stuff like that. Right, um, transplants. Transplants. <laughs> thank you, sir. Sorry. Good job. Good job. Um, yeah, so, but mo he always makes fun of me because most of the stuff I listen to is like fake drums. Well, she'd never played a hip hop beat before we started Snailman. I'm like, hey, and I introduced her to Quest Love and a couple other things. I was like, check this out. This is like a like old school hip hop beat, like 90s break beat. And she's like, oh, like, you know, never played it before. And she learned how to do heel toe technique and like is really. I just literally just said all this while you were YouTube or oh, Googling. You did? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Right. I did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm, I'm embarrassed for you. I am wow. embarrassed, okay. very embarrassed. Yeah, but he's always like, "Why are you listening to that? It's not even real drums." And I'm like, "But I like can take from it." And plus, now that I have drum pads, I like to incorporate like fake drums. But I'm still hitting them live. I'm not like using like a long. Yeah. They're all like separate. Beat, that, so it's really cool to get into like the electronic stuff. Oh, like, yeah, I think that's yeah. cool yeah. too. Yeah. FK uh, Twigs, they do that too. They have like three or four different guys that are just doing uh, pad digital pads and stuff like awesome. that. Awesome. Yeah, yes. I love it. Really I didn't cool. think I would like it, but yeah. I got he bought me one and then I got one for Christmas, the new roll in like single pads and oh, then you cool. just twist them and you can put your own stuff on there and I'm like Oh yes. I love it. <laughs> I think incorporated into your guys' sound it would it works so well. It's so you know? Fun. She had a breakdown about having cables though. Yeah, at Ooh, first I was a little right. nervous because I was already like, I'm stressed about my vocal cable already, and now, but he <laughs> plugs them in and I plug in the power and it's been fine. So we have we've set it up where we control it all. Um, in the live setting, we just give the sound guy one XLR out, and we have all of his keyboards and my pads going through a board. Um, so it's super simple. Um, yeah, way yeah. neat. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we're about halfway through the show now, so now I want to take um, this moment for the second half of the show 
to focus on uh, some of the few um, elements that we invited you guys down here for, and that is namely touring and merchandise. And basically, you guys have have toured and lived on the road since this band formed. Is that not correct? Like within two weeks or two months, right? Is yeah, two months about. Um, or well, from our first show, two weeks. But we start we started the band in in January, um, two thousand fifteen. Yes. 14, 2015. 15. Yeah, and then April 1st was our first open mic. April 4th was our first show. And then our first tour was like April 17th or something. My birthday, like, by the way, April 4th. No wonder I'm spiritually yeah. connected to you guys. That's right. Okay. That's awesome. Oh <laughs> oh <my> um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's why I think this it's it's been such an important aspect of this band. You guys have done more touring than I, I can think of. Of of bands that have been around for years, quite it's honestly, addicting. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, essentially, that's that's ultimately like a final goal for so many bands is to do this. But you guys sort of, you know, put it off. Not put you didn't put it off. You started with it right away, and I, I think that's different from so many different folks. And and you guys have had success at that. Well, I think a lot of bands kind of make it like a goal, and but they they it's more like. Well, once we're ready to tour, or once we get picked up on this tour, once people start booking it for us, once we're at that level, but really, like, then they just keep putting off and waiting for the stars to align, and like, they get the perfect job, or they're, you know, to they have a kid or something, and then wait it's... till their cat dies or whatever the case yeah. may be, right. like, to impede us to go on tour. But like, we just from the get go, we're like this. Well, in the main point, uh, my old band, uh, we had a festival show booked for 420 up in Denver. Okay. And then we broke up, and I was like, I'm not losing this contact. Right, right. I'm not doing it. So I was like, we got to write some songs we're going to play. That's amazing. Like, I never so heard that So that was that basically part. the whole reason we left so soon, because I had uh, two were booked up there and back, and I was like, I'm not losing these contacts because the other band broke up. So now we right. still have them all. We use them. They're our good friends. And we were really bad. Yeah. We were really bad. <laughs> we we spray-painted our name on some t-shirts and we burned some CDs and bought some cheap stickers and like we still and we still will, people will come to our shows wearing those crappy because now yeah. it's the original ones shirts. yeah, yeah. Oh and I'm God. like wait you like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, just bring some merch and like don't make any excuses and just go like and sell your crap for five dollars and like you never know what the impression you'll make on people. Right. So, like, yeah. uh, so that's the first tip I would say right off, right off the bat is those contacts. Obviously, the contacts are key for everyone oh, yeah. for, for booking the whole tour. So this this one you didn't want to lose that contact. Have you still used that contact? Oh yeah. Okay. A see, bunch. Uh, right. Yeah, it was they're... totally worth it. So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, from there, exactly. You guys, you guys have brought already. Um, uh, up some of the other major points, just you know, merchandise right away. I think is so important. Obviously, you're trying to make money on the road. That's the way you make money. Oh yeah, essentially, it's really the. I mean, we at this point, there's certain towns where we can get a guarantee, or like a lot of bars pay percentage or whatever. But like really, without merch, like there's some weeks. Like sometimes you have a bad week and the venues don't pay, or it's like a weird crappy door deal and you make twenty bucks. So like merch is what keeps us alive on tour and it's right. what keeps it going you can't rely on venues because certain venues have different like every night it's different mm -hmm. or you know we've right. uh drove driven you know six hours to a town and the show gets canceled Oof. so we right. get online and scramble to find an open mic play for 15 minutes and sell like 150 dollars in, in merch you know <sighs> that's like, amazing yeah it's crazy we'll be like yeah our show got canceled play so we find an open mic we don't want a night off you know like because if right. we can sell a t-shirt you know that's a hundred miles 
Ten bucks is a hundred miles in, yeah. the, in, in the gas tank. Right, right. And it must be such an experience. It's it must be so hard to convey this to people who may have never experienced it. But when you are literally out in the middle of the country, in <laughs> yeah, the we're of, like, sleeping at Walmart. Uh, like. <laughs> right. I mean, I, that that's something that must that is just hard to convey through just uh, even just talking about it. Because I think until you've actually been in that place, that's hard to imagine. Just like, oh, we need to make this. We need to. Oh, we need totally. To keep moving. Yeah, and some people get it from different lifestyles, like if they've just road tripped or whatever but like a lot of people also don't get like that it's very well thought out and like it's booked in advance because some people be like oh so like you guys just drive around and like ask to play and i'm like no No, it's like a whole thing we spent we uh, sent out half of our tour flyers last week it was like 130 bucks to send out half wow so it's like there's a lot of money put into it at first yes a lot of planning and some people don't understand that side a lot of venues don't even hang up the flyers that we send them but it's you know now we know we weeded we've weeded them out so we don't send them to those venues obviously (laughs) right right yeah so i mean yeah obviously you do the 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 booking for the band ariel right yes i do And, and so you basically did you you just sort of taught yourself this through through having to do it. Trial and error, yeah. And yeah. that's why I have a mohawk, because I've actually ripped out all this hair oh on the God. sides. <laughs> yeah. Stealing my jokes. Oh. <laughs> Taylor made that up, yeah. Um, yeah, but, I mean, just yeah, bo- booking the shows for Yabium, the, the few shows that we've thrown, is just always stressful for us. It so is. I, I can't imagine booking, booking hundreds of shows. Oh uh, how many God. shows are on this sh- Oh, six months of shows, a show almost every night besides in June. We're hanging out in Minneapolis for a while. Um, it's like a hundred something. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, hundred fifty something. Um, but in the, and that's not including finding the local bands and making flyers. And yeah, right. you have to make a separate flyer with all the different local bands and oh, then make the event page and then make sure all the bands have the event page and the like promoter and then like some promoters want a different flyer than your tour flyer and it's just like a whole every venue is different than festivals or a completely different thing um, um but don't get discouraged kids because this is what makes it fun just do it no it's right like <laughs> right. i started touring um i'm 24 now i started touring when i was 18 like the second i could um sister lip was a band we uh Two of the members didn't want to go, so me and the singer were like acoustic tour. I brought my cajon, and she nice. brought her guitar. Um, I really just wanted to do a road trip to like to promote the band, and then I was like, let's just play music. So we went. I booked a month tour from. We started in L.A., went up to Vancouver, Canada, over to Montreal, um, and down in a month, and it was exhausting. Some of the drives were like fourteen hours because wow. I had no idea what I was doing. Right, of course. Um, we had a show almost every night, though, and I just learned from there, trial and error. Some of those venues that Sisterly played that first tour, we still play. Oh, great. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah the contacts are still being used. Yeah. Exactly. And, the, and the work up front, you know, like, yes, it's not fun doing a lot of it, but then when you get to the show and it's w- well organized and the bands know when they're playing and, and they promoted, and, and then... You know, the back end, that's where the, the, right. the fun happens. It's so worth it's... it for the, the 45 minutes every night. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That is so cool. I mean, she'll be on her phone for hours. I'll be driving and she'll just be, she's like, we don't speak because she's working. Emailing, you know, <laughs> yeah. making sure nothing fails. Checking in, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, just doing it all, like, it's nonstop. But... Right. Full, full force business, you yeah. know. Um, you guys got the new snail mobile outside. Yeah. Just bought a new van, yeah. And that, that is so exciting because yes. obviously you guys had the former snail mobile. Put on the miles on that thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a lot of miles. Lot no of... heat in one car, no AC in the other. So this one is new. It has comfort. <laughs> and and everything's stored inside now. You're yes. no longer so going to be inside. pulling a trailer or anything no like trailer, that. Yeah, no our merch. stuff won't get stolen right. again. Yeah. Right. So that's good. Oh, man. Things things you uh, Talk about things you, you're learning on the road. It's got leg room. You know, um, and 
uh, we could were able to buy it because we haven't got over the last three years we don't get hotels so we've been sleeping in the front seat of our you know the suv or the kia soul we're both six feet tall and it hasn't necessarily been comfortable but like we saved money on hotels we also saved money by not leaving all our shit in the van outside of a mo you know outside of a crappy motel and getting it jacked you know like yeah it's, and know, on the rare occasion we did get a hotel like if the venue gave us one we brought all of our gear inside Wow. Story, Even if it was three yeah, in the morning, yeah. like third story, no elevator, like yeah, it no goes question, inside. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep your stuff safe and, you know, but save money where you can. And we've been able to build our credit and buy a new vehicle just, you know, from, from touring. And That's people think it's amazing. Like that. Yeah. That is so cool. Um, just I, to, to follow back around to, um, I just wanted to, to try and get out some of the important questions that maybe uh, to ask when setting up a gig with the venue. The one that comes to mind is, do you have your own PA? I guess, do you guys tour with your own PA? Is that something that comes up or most of the places you play have a PA or? or? Um, we have our own PA. Yes. Um, sometimes stuff like on this tour, it's six months. I think there's six or seven shows where we need our own PA, okay. but it's worth it. Cause like that's, it's a, still a good show. Right. Um, and you just never know. Some venues will be like, oh, our PA just broke. We, we played this place in Reno. The PA got stolen like the day before we were supposed oh, to play man. that, which I don't know how, like, good job to you for stealing Jesus, a PA. If you can right. steal a PA out of the venue, like, what are you doing? Yeah. That's crazy. And not working the venue? Yeah. <laughs> like, it oh. doesn't even make sense. I don't know how that happened. It's probably somebody who worked there. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we bring it with. Or, like, um, if something gets canceled, then we're able to set up, like, at a skate park or, like, oh, someone's house sure. or something. Yeah, like yeah. If, it, if something gets canceled, we have a backup plan. Right. Um. So, besides that, any other questions that just might pop to the top of your head that rise to the top of of you know questions to ask venues um it's uh, that's so hard maybe um, all ages is it all ages or not yeah you want to th that and usually um usually you can tell by if it's a bar most of the state laws are 21 and up but usually they tell you that up front so that's good a lot oh, okay. of the diy spots are like bring your own beer and stuff some places are strictly like no alcohol no nothing um but most of that's up front i think the main thing don't be afraid to ask like what compensation is like you're driving six right, hours right like the they're a venue they're a business they get it they if they're a good venue they are paying the bands anyways right um but you can't be afraid to ask for the money because if you don't ask you're not gonna get it day of like you have to have it yeah, in writing even if it's like guaranteed 10 percent a bar or something like at least you have it on an email because the person who booked you might not be there that night and the bartender might not know what to pay you right right and just have it yeah down. roll to the venue ask the bartender like do i settle up with immediately you, the you ask who you settle up with meet the sound guy shake their hand say thank you for being here Ask the bartender, do we get any drinks? You or know, food. Or food, like, because yeah. so many uh, people at the end of the night are like, "Well, we didn't get any drinks." Like, did you ask? Because they had the tickets at the yeah, bar. You pretty like, much always get free drinks. Okay. Like, yeah. Yes. Uh, like, yeah. So just let's ask and be nice to everyone. So that goes with uh, you know creating contacts. Like, say like thank everyone for being there and like. And don't like, expect for, like I always ask like do we get a drink discount or a food discount? And usually it's just free, but like don't expect free stuff. Right. Um. But yeah, for the pay, it's good to know, especially if you book the show, like who you're settling up with at the end of the night, because certain bands have tried to snake us and like take all the money. And you and guys stuff. are on tour. Yeah, that's and, like, shady. And like it's gonna get split up fairly, or like started. some, uh, 
my advice for the local bands is like donate your money like even when we play in town right uh, we work a night job and if we're playing a show in phoenix and there's a touring band they get all of our money even though we're missing out on like our job and all that like that that's just that's fair yeah i I, get the money i think like a a lot of places in town at least about phoenix are good about that i've I've, I've witnessed that a lot of shows you know you can say whatever you want about phoenix music scene but at least we try to give a lot of our money to the touring bands. oh definitely you know what i mean yeah Yeah, and i i book shows for touring bands when we're on tour and i make sure the locals are gonna take care of them and stuff like that too right okay um so this uh, uh um just to sort of follow up with this um I, I can imagine if a band doesn't sh- uh, show up to a show that they're playing to um, uh, that they're playing to help set. Does that happen very often, or, or what sort of what what sort of do you do in that sort of case? Oh, sadly, that happens at least once or twice a week. Oh I'd man, say. more than I like, thought. Yeah, a like, lot. Yeah, we show up to the venue, we're ready to play, and then the locals that we booked are like, "Oh, we forgot," or, or car oh, broke down. Man. Or, oh my god, whatever. <laughs> It's horrible. It's terrible. So they don't bring anyone, and then it's a town we've never been in before, so we don't have our own draw. So, like, there's, you know, sometimes yeah, it happens shit falls through. Sadly, too often. Or the <laughs> band hits us up, and they're like, oh, hey, can we use your drums? We don't feel like taking ours oh, out of our room. Oh, my God. We you drove, live here? Yeah, we yeah. drove thousands of miles with the drum kit that if it breaks, we can't play the next night, and you're, you don't want to take yours out of your living room? Like, yeah, and, like, sometimes it's not even... Like, well, one, it's expensive to replace heads and stuff, and I hit hard enough. I don't need other people hitting on them. Right. And I hit, I, and I, like, know how I'm hitting, too. I'm not. Right. But, like, someone else, like, I borrowed, I had a brand new kick head on my kick drum, and it was first show I used it on, and somehow this drummer got, put a hole in it. Uh, which wow. that would have lasted me two years. Like, a kick head, those last forever. The yeah. other heads, you change out a lot That's more. Insane. But, like, a kick head, yeah, and so I don't know. So it's really hard to want to. Do that, and some towns we'll be driving, and our drive is so long, and the town we're playing in doesn't have a music store that's going to be open by the time we get to town, so there's no time to buy stuff if something breaks, kind of yeah, thing. Right, right. How many bands, local bands, ask to borrow the shit from the touring bands because they're fucking lazy. If anything, they need to be like, "Is there anything we can do? Like, yeah. do you do you need an amp? Like, you know, like." Well, that's what I would think. That's yeah, what I would think. It's it's wild how people, <laughs> and you can we can tell how many bands like just. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, we don't feel like playing. I love your band voice, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) It's just this, like, super dejected, lazy, oh, my God. But then also, we've met bands on the road that are on tour that somehow pull off borrowing gear from locals every night, which is crazy to me. They, like, rely, like, there's bands that borrow their drum sets. Oh, my gosh. Every show? Yeah. And it's like. They don't always make arrangements for it ahead of time. They kind of just leave it up to chance. They, like, show up. I'm like, how are you because when someone's asking your person like, "Hey man, can I borrow your guitar?" like you're way less likely to be like, you know, you're put on the spot. You don't want you want to be polite. Right. So you're like, "Fuck, I guess." I know, right? Yeah, but we met this woman and they only traveled with like a kick pedal, cymbals, and snare, and then they relied on like the local. That's intense. Like, that's, that's that doesn't seem right either. No, that's not right. Don't no, do that. Nerve wrack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just bring your own stuff. Yeah. Like. And oh man! Yeah, you, why why don't you want to play on your own stuff too? You right, know, right, right. Should be like there's a child. been t- like places in New York where we uh, the house kit is just a piece of garbage, and that's you like have held to play on tape, it. Like that's you know, the like, rule. Oh, yeah, or man. like in L.A., the kick drum was duct taped so much that every time I hit the beater, stuck to the drum. Uh, yeah, and like you have to use it or you can't play because there's so many bands stacked up. There's right. no time. So, oh my gosh! Yeah.
Um, wow. Well, this th- that kind of leads into the, the next question, which we were actually talking about a little bit before the show. But that is, um, uh, you carry some sort of emergency bag with you that has... Uh, like one of everything you guys are saying, yeah. right? Something like that? Yeah, I went to a uh, rock boot camp when I was 13. <laughs> and they, that was the first thing. You walk in, they're like, you need a gig bag. And I was like, why? And they're like, well, all this stuff could go wrong. You need this extra stuff. And I'm like, how would any of this happen? And like, they were so right. Sure so I have enough, a bag. Yeah. yeah, I have a bag. I have every piece, like little weird drum pieces that might never break. Okay. Um, little The foam things, the plastic piece that like protects your symbol we have extra cables we have extra splitters backup octaves Uh, for my keyboards in case like oh wow the whole octave the little screwdrivers for it i have like every type of tool screwdriver wrench whatever backup microphones yeah i have a borrow microphone if someone needs to borrow a microphone we have one oh my god a dedicated borrow one oh man the loner (laughs) Um, i have extra springs for my kick pedal like everything so hopefully i we bring extra extra heads, just like everything in hopes that we... You don't use it. Yeah. Right, of course. Exactly. Um, okay. But we don't bring extra shirts. <laughs> yes. That, that's a, that's <laughs> so awesome you, you brought that up because uh, that's what I wanted to... That's a great segue for how the next phase of that, which is bringing all your merch because, yeah, we sort of... I t- make shirts that we wear. We bring lots of merch, but... I'm, I'm There's no room clothes. for our clothes. Oh, <laughs> oh right, crap, I forgot right. to pack underwear. That's right. Oh well, um, I, yeah, I guess before we talk about merch, your own clothes situation, I mean, washing clothes on tour, you guys wear the same stuff like five days in a row, right? Or she, she does. I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I change my undies and my socks every day, though. Those yeah. are changed. Socks. Yeah. Socks need yeah. to be changed. You need to change right. your socks and your undies. But, like, my pants, I'll go... I mean, I can only drum in shorts. I'll wear the same shorts for like two, three weeks. And then shirts, I change. I know. (laughs) Sorry. And then like shirts. You can't smell through the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And then my shirt, I'll change every three to five days, depending on the weather. I don't know. Right, right. I shave my armpits every day. <laughs> no, we we take we take good care of ourselves. We try to make sure we're not the the band that rolls in and smells like. No, we don't. Know, I, do, I don't like, smell. I yeah, change. We're, we're, we're right. Yeah, we're that. deodorant and stuff. Um, um, where, do you guys do the LA Fitness thing or like how do you guys? Planet <laughs> Fitness. Planet Fitness. P-Fitty. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah sporting the shirt. Okay. One membership, you get unlimited. If you for the twenty dollars a month, uh, any Planet Fitness in the country, they're all twenty four hours, and you get mem- uh, unlimited guests. So he has the membership. So we just have one membership, and, and then, then we can both shower in, every yeah. night at three that, in the morning. See, that is so cool. Yeah, that, that's yeah, and and open all time at all times all too. Times. We didn't learn that until recently. Oh well, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, talk about talk about constantly learning things yeah. about things, right? Taking rain showers, right. and then right. you go to Costco and you get your samples, and hope like some some <laughs> some days we're full by the end of the samples at Costco. So it's like like different, yeah. Um, it's great. Yeah, and Costco cheap gas. So I don't, you know, Costco cards useful. Okay. They got cheap food. Yeah, they have cheap samples. food right. samples. R- the best gas usually. Best right, price. and at a good price. Right, yeah. a great price. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so uh, I just, I just before before our hours up, I definitely want to uh, talk about the merchandise too because um, obviously we talked a little bit about. Uh, uh, you know, um, selling the merchant, that's how you make your money on tour. So, yes. uh, with that said, um, what's one of the first things bands should get screen printer, button maker, what, 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 what would you, where would you suggest starting the first with first thing get stickers and business oh, stickers. cards. Stickers. Okay. Stickers. Business, stickers cards. And business cards. Yes. Yeah. Um, a lot of bands don't have business cards. Also put what like state you're from 
on the business card. Oh. Unless we have a stack of business cards. I have cards. a stack, like so many stacks of business cards oh, right. from bands, and I have no idea how. Like, if I look them up, I can find out, but I have no idea where they're from. Um, but business cards are great. Uh. Stickers, we stick stickers everywhere, and people will recognize us from the stickers in a bathroom in, you know, Wichita. You right, know, like exactly. The, yeah, okay. and then I'd say if you're going to get shirts, it's a good it's a good deal to just get a single screen, like one color press. Um, a startup for that, like total with ink and stuff, was maybe 400 bucks for okay. a startup for one color. Um, so we sold 40 shirts, and it was paid off and like, then, right there. Okay, do you buy the shirts at Costco? Is, where do you get the um, shirts? For a while, we were doing or thrift like store? thrift buy- store clearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now we've been doing like the Walmart five packs of shirts. Oh, right, and stuff right. Like Multicolored stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they're be- they're all the same. There was okay. a lot of shirts we sold that were questionable quality. Now we want them to be yeah more more uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then, I mean, CDs are important. Uh, I don't think download cards are important unless okay. you're selling them. And... If you're selling them with the tape and it's like free or free with the tape, right. I think that's good. But separate, like if you're giving them out, we've we gave them out for free on a tour, and then it shows you how many were downloaded. And like out of we had like two hundred, only like four people used the code. So like I don't think that's I've important. Never redeemed a download card. Yeah. Yeah. right. I, I know. And yeah, they're expensive. Exactly. They're yeah. really expensive. Um, but yeah, buttons, freebies, we love doing, like right now we have free stickers, buttons, and posters, um, even if you don't buy anything. They're just free. Um, we want everyone to have something they can remember. Yeah, um, you guys are pretty big on the free merchandise, and I think that's important, just getting the word out there, yeah, too. You yeah, know? it's not about the you money. Gotta make money <laughs> you got to make money off yeah. of it, obviously, but at the same time, you, I, I love the idea of being able to give a bunch of stuff away, too. I mean, especially as a new band starting out. Yeah. So like, you yeah. got to get, how do you, you get your name out there? And, and there's so many kids who... Just their eyes light up when you give them a button and like a sticker. Like they're so oh, stoked right, on it. Right. They don't have any money, you know. Like yeah, then so it's, it's they spent it all to get in the show sometimes or whatever. Oh, I yeah. remember being that kid. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay. Okay. Great. Um, anything else that you could think of uh, as far as investment? I mean, eventually you you did say you have to get the the right kind of button maker. You can't go with the cheaper one. Yeah. Something, if you're gonna, I would, if you're gonna get into buttons. Yes, I would recommend not buying them online because they're way overpriced um, oh really okay like to buy oh, the, oh buttons. the buttons the buttons yeah. right 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 um so i would recommend just getting a button maker but get the most expensive one because we've done the cheap ones and after a thousand buttons it doesn't make them right anymore um so you just wasted your money um right. plus the buttons aren't as good of quality so like if you're gonna do it pick your size because obviously everyone's a different size right thing um we just oh, have the so, one inch oh okay oh uh, it's to interrupt you can't do different sizes it does it just make one size yeah these right. they oh, make okay. one size. Sure they, make they have presses, they have one that has like adapted those are like gotcha. in the thousands so you but don't get the s- most expensive okay yeah, yeah so you pick like, the size pick and the got size and get the most expensive one unless okay. you have like i think i looked it's like a couple grand for one that you can do different stuff but then it's like different connector pieces and that's a super professional and then at that point you might as well quit your band and open a button right yeah so we just have the nice Nice little one inch. It was like two hundred thirty bucks or something. Do you take that on tour? Do you make buttons as you as you go, or do you make everything first? You were making buttons last we, night. You yeah, said, Gavin, yeah, right? I was making them last night when we had the bus. Uh, we took it on tour, and this might be too much of a squeeze to take it. We we're gonna try and finish, but we have a over a thousand to make before Tuesday. So and here you guys are <laughs> sitting in here doing this podcast yeah. with us all because <laughs> you're paying us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Those big bucks. That's right. It's for the coffee. The Garfield mug. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Okay. Well, uh, as we wrap up here, um, I, I did want to mention this, too, because I, I feel it's important. I think I think it's important for um, all all musicians uh, of any age, but especially young musicians as, as they're starting out or trying to get more professional. And that is, do you guys have day jobs? And if so, what are those? Because I think you have to find that balance, again, especially when you're starting out, about being able to have the money to afford to do this right yeah um our day job is actually practicing um we have a night job yeah we have a night job <laughs> oh oh excuse me yes yes. No. yes and it's great um we work at a, a music venue in town the rhythm room which is a fine local establishment for oh, yeah. blues and other types of music the um, best manager and oh, uh God. yeah Lindsay's the best um she lets us leave you know, indefinitely, and then when we come back, she'll throw us right back on the schedule. We work our ass up when we're there uh, to prove our worth, but uh, it's great. Um, the The problem being it, a night job is if we play local shows, we have to request off work. Right. You know, so if you have a day job, then you don't have that conflict of shows, but then you don't have... But then the, you're tired. And you're tired, you don't right. have the practice time. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like unless you have a really cool day job, then they're less likely to be as flexible with you know you, the tour you know, requirements. Yeah, so we're lucky takes. we wake up, we get coffee, I make breakfast, we practice until we go to work, really. When we say breakfast, we mean like one o'clock. We're here at 10.30 right now, it's very early. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we practice, we do all the... Booking stuff, we do okay, all the yeah. printing, posters, whatever, like band errands, mer- making merch all day. And then we roll into work at like 6.30. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then yeah. we're there until, you know, 2. So that's, yeah. That's why I was that's yeah, awesome. That's there. awesome. Well, that that's great. I mean, I, I think I think that's part of it is just finding the balance and way to make it happen. And and you know, I I think I think that's going to be different for every single person in every band. Totally. You know what I mean? You know, our circumstance is unique. We're a two piece. Um, right. You know, we bought a car with two seats in we it. We bought a car with two seats. <laughs> when we lived together in an apartment, um, and we paid over a thousand dollars to break the lease so we could tour more. You know, because we were touring for 15 days out of the month, and we'd have to come back and work and pay the the rent, and right. we could barely practice in the apartment. We're like, you know what, we want to do this full time. You know, so we. I was like, mommy. We broke the lease. <laughs> we use your garage, mom. <laughs> yeah, no, I have no shame. No shame I mean, my in. parents are very supportive of the band, so. If you have a basement, like take it. You know, use whatever means you have. You know, just. Don't make excuses. Yeah, it seems like that's what you guys have always been about since the beginning. Is you're just getting it done, you know. Um, whatever you can't spray painting your own shirts yeah. at the beginning and 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 going from there. And I mean, even and now, all of our merch got stolen in Wichita. Oh, um, right. So we spray painted shirts at the Starbucks the next day. We're like, we're not gonna finish the tour without shirts. So yeah, we right. went and bought a, made a stencil and bought shirts and yeah, spray painted them in the parking lot and got a bunch of weird looks. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. My that's whole so hand cool. was black because we didn't have gloves, so I just kept spray painting and holding the stencil over my hand. <laughs> was, oh, man. Yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, I, I guess now to the final question. I just, I'm just i sort of curious about uh, your experience with the press. And um, do you guys remember your first experience um, with press? And, and does it leave you with what sort of feeling of, about the press in general? And how do you go about uh, contacting the press these days? Do you guys contact them for shows? Or um, have, you know, you've been contacted? Uh, you know, are they responsive? Did it result in more coverage? Just that kind of nature. The local press has been pretty good to us between yeah. uh, Yabium 
and uh, like the New Times and uh, Jabba and the Arizona Republic. Yeah. They've all been pretty good to us. Mitchell Hillman. And, and what about going out on tour? Do you guys like contact the press for when you guys go out on these tours to see about show coverage and that kind of stuff? We do. Um, it's every tour. We're stretched it's so thin. Right. Yeah. We need. It would be really helpful for us to have a dedicated person to contact someone in all the cities. Of course. We don't do as much as we should. Well, this tour being, I've this is the most thought out tour I've done. Um, so after this week, I was actually going to start doing that for this tour just because it's so long. So some of the right. places like we're playing in August, it's still too soon to even hit them up. Yeah, of course. Um, there's been a couple tours with Trial and Error where one tour I hit up every local radio station. Um, only, I think, two replied? Two or three. Maybe two played the song, and then one of them actually like came out to the show and stuff like that. So that was cool. So it's just a lot of that a lot of times uh, little blogs will hit us up, especially in Texas, something about Texas, little blogs will be like, hey, can we come and mm. like, we'll write up like your CD and stuff if you give us a free shirt. And okay. we've done a lot of trades where we trade merch for a write-up. Right. Um, it just depends. Certain states are really hard to get into that stuff. It just... We're now accepting yeah. applications for an unpaid intern. <laughs> yeah. But you'll get great experience. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> oh, man. So, Kaylin Ariel, thank you so much for coming down and thank joining you. us on our second episode here of Band Basics. Um, good luck on the tour, obviously. You know, um, kick ass out there. Thanks. I know you guys will rep Phoenix well. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and I guess um, I keep saying this as a final thing, but what's upcoming? After, I mean, after the tour, more album works. I mean, I know you guys are just about to drop this album tonight. So, any, any more stuff? In the music videos, anything that we can? Yeah, um, we're gonna try and do a couple music videos out on the road. Oh, okay. Um, and then yeah, when we get home in August, we're gonna focus on another full length album. So yeah, we're just gonna keep, keep doing, doing it. what we're doing. Keep our head down. Hopefully, the opportunities you know keep coming for us. Yeah, it's all it's all it's all a learning game. I take it. You guys are, you know, just we all just keep learning as we go. Yeah, I guess. And we yeah, still we're gonna don't we're gonna shoot. Anything. <laughs> we don't. We're gonna uh, the next tour we book after this one's gonna be Europe. Europe. Nice. I nice. wanted to ask when the worldwide snailmate tour was gonna Ooh, happen. Thanks for trying, bringing that up. Yeah, we're trying. Uh, we were supposed <laughs> we to. We help. <laughs> we were supposed to go in March. Um, oh really? Oh wow. To Europe, but the whole it, we're working with the booking company, so some stuff got changed so now it's hopefully going to be next year but it's all like that stuff it's so up in the air until it's like there right right so yeah. well uh stuff coming. stuff we'll have to ask you about next time you guys are on yeah. after after that yeah. um but uh yeah so for all of us here at yabium for for devin and myself uh um thanks for tuning in to band basics 101 and hopefully you guys learned something out there you know i i feel like i learned some things so um hopefully you'll be able to apply this to uh, your situation and um yeah, i guess we'll catch you on the next one peace